Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Discussion with a Friend. I'm Jay. Hey, welcome back, y'all. It's your boy Rod. Welcome back to Discussion with a Friend podcast. Yes, sir. We back, man. Who we got today, Rod? So today we have one of my good close acquaintances. We are friends, but I'ma just frame it like this. We acquaintances from uh college. My boy Steven Lawson, uh otherwise known as Optimus Prime. Um he does stop motion and he's very much into radio. He works for two radio stations currently. And uh, he graduated with the same degree I actually had, communications, media studies. And then he also has a digital media production certificate. So we're gonna go ahead and just talk with him a little bit about what he does as far as, you know, um, how he got the role, you know, as being Optimus Prime and working for a lot of different content creators on YouTube. I also believe that he ended up getting an invite to the set of the new movie. So, you know, we'll have to talk to him about that, but let's get right into it. See this my big flex, and this is skip the line cause it's me next. Why you always capping? Why you playing? This ain't recess. What's good, man? How you been? I've been pretty well, thanks, man. How about yourself? Uh, not too bad. I can't complain. You know, uh, a lot of time has passed since, uh, graduation and you know the film camp it's true (laughs) whatnot but i'm just gonna go ahead and like properly introduce you you know i already did a brief intro uh but then we'll just let you talk a little bit and uh dive in but uh this is my friend steven lawson um currently right now he works for two radio stations and he'll tell you all about it in a second um he's also the voice of optimus prime for many for content creators, right? That's correct. Yep. A lot on YouTube, but some are um, their own independent, you know, films, stuff like that. That's what's so. up. So, yeah, he, he does voiceover. Um, so I'm sure he's going to talk a little bit about that and just how he got into that. Um, you know, that's something that I'm also interested in. So I'm excited. Um, so, yeah. So let's just go ahead and talk about, you know, your education um, and then like, you know, what you do now at working at the radio stations and then a little bit of, you know, what you do on the side and then uh, what got you into doing, you know, media and production and whatnot. For sure. Yeah. So so I guess I should ask where in particular you want to start the education or uh, where, where? Yeah, start I would education. Yeah. Start with education. OK, well, um, in 2018, I graduated uh, same class as uh, Rodney, I believe with um, my uh, BA in media studies comms and um, also got my digital media production certificate. And since then um, I've been wanting to get my hands on a lot of, you know, different types of equipment. Um, At first I was thinking a lot of like, you know, I think we all going into the program have that vision of like, oh, we're all gonna direct our own movie with a multi-million dollar budget. And then real, real quick, you're like, okay, maybe we got to be a little more practical first. Maybe we got to like, you know, land somewhere where we can make, um, you know, get a name for ourselves out there, um, settle on a real strength. And then, um, from there kind of, um, shape where you want to go. And I kind of took to heart from, um, a, a big guru of mine. Shout out to Michael Corvino. Uh, That's if, that guy. Yes. Um, 
thanks to him and um plenty of other of our classmates uh like uh vic victor and um uh nathan and andy and a bunch of other people i realized um audio was kind of a strength of mine and i had already just from prior internships like at my junior college um i interned at a small radio station out in rochelle uh, that kind of went out of Rockford. Um, it, it was called the Michael Coolidge show. And from there, um, I, you know, I kind of got some, some experience with, um, basic audio programs like, um, Adobe audition and, um, basic video editing softwares, uh, for some of his, um, you know, press events that he wanted to do. And um, from there, um, basically right out of uh, college at NIU, um, I was kind of looking for a place to land. And um, I went to a, um, I, I went to a open house basically uh, for WNIJ, the NPR station here in DeKalb. And they, um, basically we're giving the rundown of their general procedure and how they tend to, um, you know, find stories, find leads, follow up, um, and the sort of, uh, mic equipment that they use. And they just happened to be using the exact same microphone that I had been doing voiceover casually on the side with. Wow. So, um, basically I went to this meeting and um, then it turns out I knew how to use the equipment as well or better than they did. And um, I remember Jenna, uh, she was the person running the camp. She's like, Loki, do you want a job? <laughs> <laughs> and so from there, I started working there part time. Um, and it, that was really great. But unfortunately, COVID hit. And yeah. um, then they had to basically furlough. A lot of people so i will probably be back there uh i'm guessing this fall but in the meantime i had to kind of scramble a bunch of places um to kind kind of find radio opportunities because that i found was kind of where i was landing with my audio skill set they seemed to like my um personality and voice for a lot of um their content and so um it, it was kind of a natural fit to first start out, um, you know, in my free time with their permission using their awesome equipment. And then at a certain point, it became pretty clear, eh, you should probably get some on your own. So COVID, right. I think, um, from there kind of um, changed us all in certain ways. And so I found these two radio gigs. Uh, one is WLUV, um, 105.3 FM. Um, out of Love's Park uh, in Ro uh, the Rockford area. And we that's the main place I've been working right now. We've really um, raised it from the ground. When we first came in there, um, they were working off of equipment, I, I kid you not, like 16 tracks and like re records with um, like animal droppings on them. So it was like... Wow. <laughs> it, it, it was a real... It, 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 uh, uh, shack experience to start, but um, th thanks to a lot of investment, uh, both financially and personally, from a lot of people 
in the area connected to the station. Um, we've been able to bring it into the 21st century and you wouldn't even recognize the place anymore. Um, and it's working on um, this automation software. That's another big thing I learned working in radio is um, automation is key. So if you guys have ever thought about radio, uh, it's a good idea to start trying to get familiar with um, there's plenty of different automation uh, softwares and programs, but um, Simeon is kind of a uh, cheaper end. BSI is how it's labeled sometimes. And that's what we're using. At the station, there's a, oh gosh, I should have written this down. It's driving me crazy, but um, uh, audio vault, audio vault is a big one industry standard. Um, that is good to know about. And, um, from there, um, I've basically been, uh, creating a lot of their content for, uh, public service announcements. Um, they have interviews with, uh, local personalities, uh, about every two weeks. And so I edit those and put them in for Sunday mornings. Um, if you want to listen again, channels 105.3 FM. Gotcha. Um, and, um, nice plug. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. Couldn't be full of plugs, up, but, but, um, yeah. So, and then I recently started working out in, uh, actually here in DeKalb WLBK, um, shout out to Dalton Bates. Uh, he, he's hey, working. Dalton. Yep. And he, uh, he totally spotted me that gig. So, um, you're a real one, brother. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, up, and that, that um, I am basically doing uh, the board for sports events and um, a couple shows there. So, cool, man. Before awesome. we before we get too deep into asking you about like each gig, you kind of went over a lot already. Um, I'm just curious to why did you major in what you majored in? Because it's, it's I, I love media as well, and I know Rodney does, and you guys seem to have done what you wanted to do. Yeah. I, I've never, like, really wanted to go that actual route, so I'm always curious to hear what people do. Hmm. Well, um, I chose this area of interest, actually, um, because from probably my early teens, and even earlier, you could argue, but especially in my early teens, I was infatuated with... Um, like blockbuster movies and um, like TV shows that were pretty high budget, like Game of Thrones, stuff like that, um, up until the final season. Who said that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even finished it, man. I'm on season five. Oh, are you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it's that bad, to be clear, and I'm probably going to get my house stoned mid-live uh, stream <laughs> of this just because I said that. But, um, but yeah. No, so... Um, Basically, I've just always been um, very invested in a lot of shows and um, animes and video games and films. And so I thought I would love to make some of those or at least contribute. And um, I've kind of found through that uh, voiceover is one of the main ways I'm able to, like, get a shortcut in. <laughs> Because, um, you know, some bigger names have been able to um, recognize my talents thanks to a couple lucky breaks. So that's awesome. And then to, 
to piggyback off of that. So when when did you realize like, oh, you know, maybe I could do this voiceover type of thing? Like I got a good voice or was there ever a time where somebody told you like you have a really good voice? I'm pretty sure I've told you like because like, you know, during the camp, like you got the voice like, you know, but when did you realize that? Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, I would say it really started to settle in about 2016. Like before then, I still had this sort of vague, you can just be a director and go out to LA and all that sort of thing. Um, But once it was getting towards the like, okay, final two years of school, it's like, okay, you got to have some realistic step here, you know, not just vaguely go into the wilderness because that that's how people end up you know in bad shape so um that and to be clear if that is the way you go and you make it more power to you but to me i was like i was too much of a wuss for that (laughs) so (laughs) i i basically um you know used local connections and um you know was simultaneously working in the area as well as trying to get my name out there for voiceover. And the first um, YouTuber that um, actually picked me up was named uh, Drift Shots 22. Uh, you can look him up on YouTube. He's still on there, probably got about 20,000 subscribers. And um, when I first approached him, I think he had something like 15, something like that, 15,000. Um, but so he's been growing and. Um, Basically, he did a lot of stop motion stuff, and I I typically found stop motion kind of cringy um, because you you, when you think of it, you think of uh, movies and shows that are very like, you know, jittery. (laughs) Um, And I mean, I guess there's some sort of charming effect to that. But um, Drift Shots was really able to make that look fluid in a way that um, even like professional films and um, organizations seem to struggle with. So I, I was very um, happy and excited to, you know, have him start out. And I remember I messaged him on YouTube then found him on Facebook and he said, yeah, send me. Cause also I should mention he was using um, voice clippings from movies and a lot of, uh. People, when they're starting out, they will do that if, you know, like they're doing Transformers or um, Marvel Avengers, DC, um, things like that. So um, well, let me stop you right there real quick. Oh, yeah. Sure. Can't, can't you get flagged for that, though? You can. Um, it, it's a gray area, though. So the um, I, I actually had a lot of these questions for the movie that's up and coming. And while the answers aren't a comfortable, you're 100% safe, the basic um, legal framework that we've been given from um, literally Paramount and Hasbro, who own the property, they basically said, as long as you don't, none of the people involved in this make a um, actual like monetary profit from this, we can't really pursue it. The instant that, um, you know, money exchanges hands for some reason, then there's a profit motive. Then we can, you know, sick the dogs on you. 
but um until that point it's kind of like you know we our hands are off this we can't really do a whole lot um and so i admit that wasn't the most comforting answer to hear at first yeah but um as far as we've gotten along right now um it leads me to believe with this particular project that they're like we'll see you know like they're they're kind of eyeballing it they know about it i know at least three people um i've heard from people working in the project um from paramount and hasbro have been aware of what's going on and um that's basically been their advice to us on on the low key so um but yeah so basically there there isn't a with these things a clear answer but with a property as big as this we our goal first and foremost was to just make something that was like a baby for the community because a lot of people um were not pleased with where like the michael bay movies ended and um other people wanted to like spruce up the writing so the combination of factors culminated in this one guy david handler who's going to be the director of the film um excuse me he lives out in austria and he um basically has gotten a lot of really good content creators together uh 3d modelers voice actors uh composers and it's been interesting to see how many people um, you just hear about beforehand in the community that just slowly over time draw together due to common interests. I guess that's networking in a nutshell, but (laughs) um, it's been really interesting to work with people from India, Austria, Australia, Britain, um, and places in the United States, United Kingdom, um, stuff like that. Now, is that for the new movie or is that for something that you are you all are creating? So this is for um, I, I have worked with people um, from those places before the movie. But I know okay. for a fact all of those countries and more will be represented by people in the movie. Um, there I know will be some actual filming at um locations i'm still not quite sure how they're going to handle that if it, it almost sounded for a minute like they were going to mail a camera back and forth and i'm like Eesh, i don't know about that mm-hmm. but um because c- it's an expensive one they got like a really nice one probably red cameras or something yeah something along those lines um but um a lot of it is going to be cg and if you want to share from the instagram page um they are actually from the legit movies like they 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 have the 3d models and they just add things to them and you know are so so it's it's not going to be some half-baked fan film of like you know someone in their garage or something like that it's going to be professional right pretty professional and um that that was one reason i was so um you know, anxious to get on this project, but in general, um, you know, this has just been the culmination to that point, you know, like I'm hoping this will launch 
more, you know, into more voiceover opportunities and other franchises and various things like that. Mm-hmm. But um, like, it's important when you're doing voiceover to kind of find your range. And I found in general for me, it's very deep voices, um, you know, very, very bass heavy. Give so, us a, um, give us an example right now. Uh, well, okay. Uh, do, do you have any, like any Optimus requests? Uh, I've seen Transformers okay. in a while, man. I used to love that, but I mean, do, do your best Optimus, best Optimus line. All right. I'll, I'll go to my main go-to. Okay. <clears throat> There are mysteries to the universe that we're never meant to solve. But who we are and why we're here are not among them. Those answers we carry inside. That boy Cole. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's that (laughs) man is cold. I didn't didn't expect it to sound that that good. I ain't gonna lie, man. That's that's like the real that's that's real. real. Well, thanks. And, yeah. and, and, and we're going to segue <laughs> wow. that into because uh, I was going to ask, like, what some of your favorite characters to do? And of course, you know, you sent me the uh, like the demo reel of, you know, some characters and stuff you did. We're going to put that in here as well, you mm-hmm. know, for the viewers and whatnot. But what's some of your favorite characters to do just in general? Let me ask one question before you answer that, just because it's already on this. So, um, you know, for me as an engineer, I like I don't I don't want to necessarily say I idolize people, but there's people that I look up to, like Bill Gates, of course. You got like Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. Is there people that you look up to as well? And is it the actual person that does the Transformers for Optimus Prime right now, or is it somewhere else or somebody else? Yeah, um, I some of my big heroes are um, for Transformers. Peter Cullen is the uh, actual voice of Optimus Prime. And when people think of Optimus Prime, that's who they're thinking of. Typically, um, Frank Welker does Megatron and he's done a bunch of bunch of other voices. Um, Dan Green, he's another big hero of mine um, from when I was a little younger. Uh, was majorly into the Yu-Gi-Oh! franchise and played the card game. And he was the voice of Yugi and the Pharaoh in that show. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I also, you know, obviously am fans of directors of, um, you know, these franchises and films. And um, so I, I'm a fan of like, you know, in separate ways, Christopher Nolan, Michael Bay, stuff like that. But um yeah, the, those I'd say are some of the big names that that like are among my favorites. Cool, that's something. Me. Yeah, that's something I've never really even considered. I've never watched a movie and was like, no, I'm about to look up the guy that does this voice. Now I'm kind of curious because I mean, I did not. I could be real, man. I did not expect you to sound like that. I tell you right now, like, <laughs> that that actually shocked me. Well, thank you. That that is that's one impressive. of the most. That's one of the most rewarding parts of the job. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm a chunky fella, so I'm not exactly going to be like on on the the big screen myself. But uh, the voice may sneak in. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Man. That's what's up. Well, thank you. So and uh, yeah, go ahead. Back to favorite characters to do um, voiceover for. So um, again, transformer wise. Um, Optimus is fave. Um, I, I do a decent Megatron and Starscream, 
and Lockdown, if you've ever heard him. Yep, yep. Um, I uh, as for um, other franchises, um, I can do a solid. Um, did you ever watch Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that is. Fred Fred Berger and Oscar hey. Gatto. <laughs> hey, that's dope, man. You yes. did you did voiceover for both of them? Uh I have in the past, yes. Um that we'll see if that actually comes to fruition, but I, I got paid for it, so that's what I care about. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. And um yeah, so let me think of some other ones. Um, I can do an okay Elmo. Um, one of my friends early on kind of <laughs> taught me how to do that. Um, and I ended up being a little better, but um, it, that that's, you know, that's one. Um, there are a couple of Yu-Gi-Oh! voices I could probably do because I was a big fan of that. Um, and um, yeah, I, I think those are among some of the ones that, come to mind oh who am i kidding uh like the nolan batman movies i can do batfleck i can do uh mm. heath ledger's joker i can do bane um, hey do bane do bane yeah, real do quick bane. man yeah, do that real quick i've been trying to do the bane so you gotta do it theatricality and deception powerful agents to the uninitiated aren't we bruce Members of the League of Shadows, bro. Yeah, he really liked that. Yeah, yeah that's great. Hold on, man. I got. I got a question, actually. So, how do you? Is is this something that you practice? If so, how do you practice this? Yes, it is. Um, and um, basically, it's as shameless as you would think it is. Like you literally just practice it out loud in a socially <laughs> acceptable place, i.e., probably by yourself. <laughs> Um, I, I used to be like a really weird ass kid who, uh, oh, sorry. Are we allowed to? Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I, not that I'm not weird now, but I used to be an even weirder kid and would just like literally be that kid that played with action figures on the, you know, uh, school playground. And everyone was <laughs> like, what is going on with him? Um, so basically, um, that was kind of, you know, where I, it started. And then as I grew up, I was like, I still like the voice aspect of that part um, and kind of just carried that over to um, practicing some of my favorite voices and just literally word for word reciting lines when you're watching the thing. So um, that's kind of how I got my start. And um, but the real test, I think, is not mimicry but um can you do your own um custom voice with it you know like right it, is it convincing with new lines um right and, um so that this will be a big test for that um i've been fortunate with other content creators to be able to um e experiment with that and i know the line the um for me with some waver wavering results the answer is Heck yeah. Like, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so. Hey, that's, that's awesome. And just to piggyback off that, I mean, I'm going to put myself out there too. I definitely had action figures and I know mm -hmm. what you mean about 
like playing with them. You were like, yeah, I know you, you too, too. But I already knew, uh, like when you playing with them, you're making the noise. You're like, you're talking, speaking for them, like what they would say. So like, that makes mm-hmm. sense that you would yeah. say that to like practice for voiceover. But right. um, I was going to ask if, you know, your dream job, your dream opportunity. Um, so I could first we could split it up for a dream job. So like, you know, if you could do anything right now, you had, you know, unlimited funds, what would you do? Like, you know, would you start a company or, you know, would you make your own show something like that? And then for a dream opportunity, if you could voice over anyone, I pretty much think I know who you're going to pick. Who, who would it be? Well, if I had unlimited funds, I would probably um, make my own show slash movie slash series of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a lot of friends that um, are gifted artistically and with writing, um, in addition to me having a few decent ideas. So I think with the culmination of factors, um, I think that I could you know, given the right opportunity, make something that um, is a genuine, solid piece of content. I I always remember when I was a little boy, like seven, thinking um, this ridiculously cartoony dream of like owning my own TV station and playing whatever I wanted all day. (laughs) And it's like all the cool people will be watching my TV station. You know, you like it. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, thing long term along those lines in a like fantasy realm, but I don't think we'll ever get there. What I I do hope and think is a lot more tangible is to be a voice actor for um, some video games, some movies, some TV shows. Um, uh, there's audiobooks too. I guess I haven't mentioned that. That's how a lot of people get in. Um, and that's where a lot of the uh, consistent gravy trains come in. Um, that's something very worth noting. But they tend to like very calm voices, very NPR style. Hands what you're reading. Yes, right. Uh, you, so, you know, kind of personality of the book or like dad reading bedtime story. That's more right. the what they're looking for there. I like the more flamboyant uh you know out of there and so so i guess that that's a good point to cut in to say um there there are two um for people who are interested in voiceover there are a couple different types of uh demo reels and demo reels are like your resume so um i have a character demo reel which will probably be what's sampled here and yep. characters are for what do you want to voice act for voice act uh and so that exhibits that range voice um uh commercial demo reel is more like it says uh for commercials so um that i have still in production but um that will feature you know some of the radio ads i've done um some of the events i've covered and um, things like along those lines. It's also good to know when you're making these demo reels, um, for any people that are new to this, keep it short, a minute to a minute and a half at most, preferably a minute. Fat load your best stuff in the first 10 to 15 seconds. 
because people that are doing this all day, they're just going to be scrolling and like, okay, you know, something that catches my ear. And um, they go through a ton of these. So you want to be sure you're heard and you don't want to come across as a novice. So those are, you know, good points for that. Um, But yeah, so I've forgotten at this point. I'm, I always in conversation go on such random tangents, but (laughs) no, that's good. That's good information. Um, I, I had um you you, you going now you go I had a, um so do you do you use like different social media platforms like for example TikTok I've seen voiceovers on YouTube before and people get popular doing stuff like that but it's more of like people mimicking rappers and then changing the lyrics and rapping over a beat stuff like that that gets a lot of views do you use TikTok or things like that to you know get financial gains at, or how do you go about that? Uh, I tend to, at this point, uh, stick to YouTube or just private contracts. I will be in the not too distant future uh, doing that for TikTok. I've gotten lots of uh, comments. Uh, unfortunately, technologically, I'm still semi-boomerish. So I'm like, it takes me a little longer to be like, okay, so this is with it. Uh, and so TikTok, yeah, TikTok. I... I, I know I got to get on there. Um, Instagram, thanks to some pressure from uh, my girlfriend and stuff like that, I've I finally gotten on there and I'm glad to be on there. But basically, um, I've had so many work opportunities that I can probably be doing better for those platforms, to be honest. So um, that that's kind of the long term plan, probably a heavier focus on Instagram and TikTok. Um, but obviously I've struck oil with YouTubers. So I feel like it's important to be a known factor there um, as well. Yeah. TikTok is TikTok is the move, man. You should definitely, so many people are like popping off, getting popular just off of a couple seconds of TikTok. So, and you have the, you have the voice. Like I don't even like TikTok, but I've seen them like on Facebook. And I'll mm-hmm. scroll by. Sometimes you do get caught, like you know, you you have to watch the video. If I heard your voice and I was scrolling by, ah, oh, hold on, how did he? And I would just keep watching him. Like, how did he do that? So yeah, you definitely should get on TikTok, man. I will do that. I will probably do that this week. <laughs> That's smart. Cool, cool. Um, I'm, I'm boomerish too with TikTok, man. I don't be on TikTok, so yeah, none of us do. Yeah. But I know how profitable it can be. Oh yeah, yeah. How it Absolutely. can change people's lives. For sure. I don't think I answered Rodney though for um uh who I would want to voice pretty obviously Optimus um mm-hmm. but um it, I could also see um anyone in a deepish range um I I've often thought like um I don't know if any of you guys watched My Hero Academia of course but yeah um I I could imagine like a uh all for one uh oh you know, yeah but, I could see um, that Something in that range. You got to get on the anime, Jaquan, man. I'm telling you, dog. I don't even have time to watch TV, so it definitely wouldn't be anime. That's, no, (laughs) I'm good. You don't got time for like 700 episodes? Yeah, I don't don't think none of us do. Keep it real. (laughs) Got to get that one piece. Yeah, Yeah, get the one piece. It's like a thousand and and counting. Rodney, do you watch uh, Attack on Titan? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but what is your feeling currently, like up to date? I mean, or, you're gonna or, hate. 
You're going to hate me. I didn't finish the new season. You haven't? Okay. So are, are you not really about Attack on Titan? Cause... I mean, I, I liked it, but I used to watch it when it came out on uh, Cartoon Network. And mm-hmm. then, like, I stopped for a while. And then it, like, came back because, you know, they were coming out with seasons. So mm-hmm. I kind of, like, got back into it late. And then, I don't know, like, I like it, though. But I don't know. They kind of threw me off with everything when they start you know, with the Marley and stuff and all this other stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's good, though. I mean, I, I'm still going to finish the last season. It's just I'm behind on every anime, literally Black Clover, uh, anything, One Piece, you know, anything, mm-hmm. you, know, you name it. For sure. Yeah, my, my friends have been majorly into Attack on Titan, and I was one of the few that, like, read the manga to, like, see where it's going. And... Oh boy, let, let I'm not going to spoil it for you, but mm-hmm. like you are going to want to watch this last half because it is like mm. shit hits the fan. Like it is really, really big. All right, all right. So, can't all recommend right. it enough. But that. Hey, well, y'all, y'all post y'all. You know what? I'll ask this for you guys. What's your top five animes? Oh, this is boy. for people out there that might watch because I have you, no. Whatever y'all say, I'm not going to know what you're talking about. But I'm about the to be, viewers will. I'm you, about to be roasted so hard. He's go, they're going to be like, mm, this weed. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, oh, boy. I, I feel like for the fifth or honorable mention, just because it's so close to me, I got to say Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, it, 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 in terms of I can give like ac- actual writing quality, people will be like, <laughs> but, but but like I, I gotta do it. it it's it's near and dear to me um i wanna say uh my hero or no my hero or dragon ball z for, uh, i watched that yeah he said um, huh? <laughs> <laughs> <Got y'all. laughs> um like probably the next two um Attack on Titan is up there. Like I, I, I want to say either two or one. Uh, Code Geass, I really liked. That's good. Um, Death Note is kind of like in the middle for me. That I feel like That's that that, that that is good, but it's had its day, so it's like you know stale bread. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- those are among my favorites. I also really like Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, yes. Yeah, it's classic. Absolutely. Um, And um, I I would have said until the most recent season, um, Promise Neverland, but I don't know if you know about the controversy for that. I I was like, why is this so controversial? Why is everyone like pooping their depends over this? And like, it turned out that they literally cut an entire arc. Like, oh, that's why people were mad. So like 15 chapters or something like that, maybe even more, just like gone, like Dang. didn't even exist. <laughs> wow. Um, I've, I've heard that so many times before because I've watched like two episodes where everybody mm-hmm. was like, don't you're not going to want to finish it, man. You're not going to want to finish it. I'm like, why? They're like, you'll see. Sorry. What one quick thing I have to add for for uh, my boys out there. Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Got it. Uh, <laughs> That's probably uh, number two or number one be- right. be- between that and Attack on Titan for me right now. All right. My turn. 
Yeah. Uh, it's number five. Oh gosh, man. Well, I'm just gonna do them right now and then I'll rank them. So fairy tales in there off the rip. I don't know. Mm, okay. I mean, Haven't seen that one. Off the rip. Uh, power of friendship. A little cliche, but they go. Um, Inuyasha is probably either one or two for me, just because that was like one of the shows that got me into anime. Uh, so I mean, it's like a love story technically. Second like, man. Your boy yeah. had a stroke. Yeah. Oh, I, was, <laughs> yeah. I, was pa- I was paused. Oh, yeah. Man. You got to say that again, man. Think you're saying I was dropping, Yasha? Yeah, I was dropping that fire. Inuyasha. It was like, it's probably my one or two because it's like one of the shows that got me into anime. It used to come on all the time. Uh, Adult Swim, late at night when I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be asleep. That Boku Tashiwa. Yeah, that, that goes crazy. Yeah. But uh, so... <laughs> Fairy tale, Inuyasha, uh, DBZ got to be in there. Yeah. Um, Naruto got to be in there. I, I know that's super cliche. Naruto, you've heard of Naruto. Yeah, hey, I never watched it. I watched I uh, two animes I watched, bro. It's uh, Dragon Ball Z. Everybody watched that. I mean, let's be real. And uh, Naruto, I mean, not Naruto, uh, Avatar, if that counts. I don't know. That, that isn't technically, but at this point, it might as well be. Might like, as well be. Yeah, I like that. That was kind of cold. I, I like yeah. that. That was decent. Okay. So, what I have Inuyasha, um, Fairy Tale, Naruto, DBZ. Ooh, who else is? Ooh, who else is in there for the, ooh, the fifth spot? Hmm. Gosh. You seen like Gundam or anything like that? Yeah, I've seen Gundam. Mm-hmm. I've seen Saint Seiya. I'm trying to see, like, okay, you know, I'll put something new in there then. Um, yeah. uh, I like Jujutsu Kaisen. You know, I gave that um, a view recently, and um, I, I think it's beautiful, but it, it's. I don't know. This first season, I feel like unless I hear something like all for one level in um, from my hero in that show happens, mm-hmm. um, which to me hasn't really happened yet. I'll be like, eh, like it, it's pretty, but I it, it's kind of whatever right now. So I get you. Um, I, I, I'm going to check back with it in a bit. But yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, that's our list. You know, a little yeah. different. Yeah, whatever. Hey, hey, uh, fans. Whatever they talking about, <laughs> I'll drop whatever y'all like because uh, I have no idea what y'all talking about. That's cool though. You know. Yeah. Drop your favorite animes. Got to be Everyone. something different. What's them top uh, five? Yep. So I, I do got a question. So in terms of like the job that you have currently, what is your job outlook like working at a radio station? Are you mm-hmm. trying to eventually like be an owner of a radio station or how does that work? Cause I, I know nothing about the radio station industry at all. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, as for wanting to own one, not really, um, at least right now, maybe that'll change in the future, but um, I'd say for the radio station I'm working at currently, pretty good if I want to stay because um, they're actually trying to sell the place. And when that happens, they'll need new staff. So with that being the case, I start, you know, day one 
at this new place with all this integral experience in how um, the automation and all of the, um, you know, basically the tech functions. So I would be a very valuable piece to there. As for in general, um, you like in radio, you tend to start at the ground floor, like a lot of places and work your way up slowly. First, you uh, just go out in the field and record. Then you um, may be able to automate some of the programs. Automating is surprisingly not always the first thing. Um, and then um, you may be able to host your own shows. And um, from there, um, sometimes interviews comes first. I actually got to do one interview uh, at WNIJ, but I tried to stay away because I knew with NI, uh, WNIJ, NPR has a certain standard, and I only had like half of a journalism minor before I left. So I was like, I don't know if this is like who they want to be asking the questions. Like, right. <laughs> I don't know. They, they could uh, be pressed with something later. But um, yeah, I mean, as for like sports stuff and things like that, it's a lot more casual. Um, I mean, maybe to the parents of the kid, the high school kids, they're like, this is it. You know, got to watch out for my boy here. But um, like in, in general, it's a lot more casual. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd say that like for me, prospects, there are pretty good. Uh, WLBK, um, they're throwing what they can, but you know, it's like, we'll see long-term. Um, and hopefully, um, NIJ comes back in the picture here soon, but, um, you know, with my other options, I'm not limited to that. And, um, hopefully at some point here soon, the, um, the voice acting will be full-time. It's basically had to be part-time right now because it's kind of, um, inconsistent you know some months it'll be like eight to ten people others it'll be one you know so and you also like in general it's good to know you know your rates of pay and stuff like that for these occupations and for voiceover it is all over the place and um if you're in a union they recommend uh, because there are voice actors unions um like I think SVAG or something like that. I'll have to double check, but um, we can list it in the you know description or something if you want. Yeah. Um, it's uh, there's a fee to be part of that, and at that point, you probably want to have your own agent, things like that. That that's something that's probably low key. My next move is getting an agent because I am terrible at saying that's not enough money. Go away. <laughs> oh no, man! Yeah, like I, I should be worse, a lot more mean about that, but um, you know, I, I understand um that there are people that are really passionate about things, and so um, it, it, a lot of uh people on YouTube, they may only be able to throw you know fifty bucks your way instead, and um, it's only you know like if it's gonna be that little then I'm going to be like, okay, maximum two minutes, something like that. You know, it, it you, you got to be able to chop up that time accordingly right. um, and know, you know, roughly the age range and demographics that you're working with. 
Um, but you can make as much as like three fifty to a thousand per recording. Um, it, it, for that level, you're probably talking more like a big budget independent contractor or like um, you're recording for a movie, a studio, something like that. Um, but there's all these various fees that you can put in. And um, <clears throat> as someone that, you know, is basically working in an artistic field, um, we really should make it a point to um, not do too much charity unless you're just getting started, getting paid with exposure, right. um, which is basically what I, I've done a few times. This you know, Rise of Unicron movie, it's a big test of that. You know, it's going to be quite a bit of time on the side, but, um, you know, it's going to be a big exposure because a lot of people are paying attention to it in the Transformers and YouTube communities. So, um, as well as like on Reddit and places like that. Um, since you said uh, pay by exposure, I'm just curious, have you ever read uh, Solomon the God's book? I've actually not. I, I've listened to a lot of uh, his, you know, podcasts, but I have never actually read his book. <laughs> he had like, what was it, like, Rodney, like three or four chapters pretty much talking about getting paid by exposure in his book? Yeah, he did. Yeah, and, and his whole, entire book was pretty much about like radio station type stuff. Like, yeah. I, I enjoyed it, but I couldn't really connect just because I, I'm not in that field and I don't know that much about it. But sure. I know it. I know it helped Rodney a lot. So maybe you know, maybe you should check that out, man. Yeah, for sure. No, I definitely will. And for that matter, I mean, this is another form of exposure. So I really appreciate you, uh, gentlemen, letting me be on here on your platform. Hey, man, keep those it's voices love, up. Yeah, yeah, keep it going, man. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> uh, one more question, actually. So uh, I know you mentioned audio books. Is there a reason why you're not? more into that because i know for myself i can't read a regular book no more i just mm -hmm. have a hard time just sitting there reading but i can listen to it what, what what's your reason for not really you know deep diving into that basically right now it's just time um the radio especially the, the one out in love's park but occasionally um the one in dekalb will need something all of a sudden that that's something um to be aware of with um radio work is like some jobs have the consistent nine to five. It's the same thing. You get, you know, you, you slowly like that fish and SpongeBob driving to work. Just. Hey, he's still like that too. <laughs> ah, I'm good. Pretty smooth sailing consistently. Um, you know, you, you just need to update things, keep um, the logs in your automation uh, updating for the next month, make sure that the um, uh, commercials load properly at the right time slots and there's no errors because computers are very sensitive in these automation programs, um, unfortunately. Windows uh, is, especially Windows 10, is a bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going to be a while before that's going to work across everything. It's going to be yeah. probably another five years, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we have to literally just, like, stop updates because it, like, tore up the radio station's uh, settings 
three times at least in the past year. So uh, that that was bananas. But um, yeah, yeah. Basically, it just comes down to um, my time is kind of divided in a bunch of places. And for audiobooks, you're going to need a chunk of time because it's a lot yeah. of dense material. Um, but I have thought about that. So um, I will probably move on that at some point. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, I mean, we've talked about a lot. Uh, One more question, man. You got another question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Go yeah. Go ahead, man. So uh, I've never, I don't, like, once again, I don't know about radio stations, but they don't have like non-competes because you said you worked for like three or four different radio stations at once. Mm -hmm. They're okay well, with that being done or. Well, basically um, from my understanding, I have clarified with it with um, like the Decalvarian ones. And as long as um, you're not doing, it, it's kind of complicated based around um, like certain time slots. You, you don't like, middle of the day you don't want to be on a competing program 4 p.m and 4 p.m stuff like that gotcha. um if you're doing more like maintenance work of the um or just running the boards or um doing stuff that can be automated later they're more lenient um it, it's more like are you their representative for the station fully and right. um, if LUV was closer um, to LBK, I, it probably would be a conflict of, um, you know, the non-competition. But um, the signal is so far away that LUV stops before the DeKalb area. So um, it is not really in the competition. Okay, that makes sense. I'm going to say that, that logically, I, I wouldn't want like the person I hired to just go across the street to another one. That would piss me off, man. I ain't gonna lie. For sure. Yes. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. All right, man. Like Ronnie said, uh, we talked about a lot. Usually before we like wrap it all the way up, we ask uh, just our, like we, we ask any guests we have, do you have any advice for anybody out there? We always leave every episode with some advice. So you just talk about anything at all. It doesn't have to be, particular to the radio station or anything, just mm -hmm. anything you have to say? Well, um, if I had to give any advice, I would say um, whatever you are feeling that you want to do with your life or like say, say that you're working in some job and you're just not passionate about it, don't suppress that feeling. No matter what you're feeling that you want to do, uh, there's probably going to be in a, a day in your life where you regret it if you don't um, put yourself out there and go for what you want to do. You may hit the ground, you may stumble, um, but you everyone owes it to themselves to at least try for what they want to actually do and feel in their heart. Um, <clears throat> th this, for me, um, being a part of you know this uh, Transformers Rise of Unicron movie project, um, is a big um, opportunity that I feel like even if nothing else voiceover related happens, as long as, you know, I'm featured in this, I could die happy tomorrow. You know, like that that's the sort of thing that um, I think is important for people. Um, and even, even if it's something weird, because I mean, like if you think about it, 
what I'm doing, like in context could be very weird to people. Um, it doesn't mean it can't succeed. Think outside the box, think right. practically, um, and, um, put yourself out there. That That's what I'd say is my biggest takeaway. And, um, there are, you would always be surprised how many people out there, um, when you think even something abstract or kind of niche, uh, there, there are people out there that are as into things, uh, as you are like some nook and cranny in the world. So, uh, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Ooh, that's a good advice, man. Um, what I have today is just don't forget what used to make you happy. So what I've started to notice over like the past year or two, I've been so busy on like pushing forward my career that I forgot about the things that used to make me happy, like vlogs, mm. multimedia, podcasts, it's YouTube, video editing, photo editing, stuff like that used to like really make me happy. I used to get excited about that. And yeah. I'm getting back into that a lot more. So, and I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. So I would just say, don't forget what used to make you happy. Don't push it back so far to focus on other things, try to balance it. So that's Absolutely. my advice I have today. Very good. Yeah. It's good advice. Uh, mine would just be to have faith, you know, just going off of both, you know, what you were saying, Stephen, um, just have faith in whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. You know, you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, whether you believe religiously or, you know, you believe in the universe, whatever you believe, you know, believe in yourself, you know, you got to have some faith and, you know, stick to itiveness, you know, just stick to it and know that it comes with, you know, the territory wherever you're going, you know, it's going to be some kind of hurdle, some kind of obstacle. So you got to have faith at the end of the day and, you know, see the light at the end of the tunnel. That's very so, true. Hey, I'm going to ask, today. yeah, I'm going to ask for you to just do one thing for us. Uh, mm-hmm. I just want you to say with the Optimus Prime voice, say, thank you for watching discussions with a friend <laughs> podcast. I think that'd be cold. Hello, Cybertronians and citizens of That's Earth. Amazing. Thank you for watching discussions with a friend podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's Please tough. be sure to like and subscribe. Yo, that's that tough. Was cold. That was tough. That's tough, man. Hey, hey thanks, man. Steven, man. It's been great, man. We'll keep it's in touch. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate Absolutely. you. You have a great rest of your day, the rest of your night, man. Absolutely. Come on. See you guys. Thanks so much. Yep.